I have a dream that all men are created equal. Welcome back to Your Story. I'm your host, Ian Kath, and this is episode 22. I'm in Europe. Matter of fact, I'm in Berlin. Now, it's, it's taken me about a week to get here uh, to actually get around to putting some uh, content out. I've put a couple of little things out on the site, a couple of little posts about travelling over. You, if you're getting the RSS feed and the podcast, you may well have come across uh, Your Story Addendum, which I put out an episode of earlier today. Uh, it's taken me a little while to recover. It was a huge trip, a huge trip, and it's taken me a, few, a little bit longer to uh, get my head around the fact that I'm no longer in Australia and also to get some rest behind me. But uh, I've pretty well settled in now. I've got my accommodation in Berlin, and I'll be here for a good couple of weeks. We'll be doing a couple of little trips around the place, hoping to go to Poland, but that's a story that I'll tell you about a little bit later. I have another six weeks in Europe. I'll be in Germany until the end of the month and then I'll be in France for a week and then over to England until the end of August. So if anybody's got any information for me, uh, send it over to me. Let me know what's happening. If you're in the area and you want to catch up with me, I'd love to hear from you. I'm always up for a drink and a bit of a yarn and if you've got anything interesting or you know anybody who's interesting, uh, send the information through to me. I'd love to get them on the show. I'm, I'm seriously out for finding as many cool and interesting people I can as I can. The problem for me is going to be then to actually put it all together and actually spend the time to put it up on the site because the problem is when you're travelling and you're playing Tommy Turo, it's uh, so much damn fun to be poking your nose in all sorts of places and having a look around but you actually have to spend a bit of time to produce it and put it out and unfortunately this podcasting is a fairly time consuming process so if you want to get hold of me you know how to do it it's chat at yourstorypodcast.com because that's the site name isn't it yourstorypodcast.com you can leave a comment at the end of the post i always love hearing from you it makes the world of difference to me to actually know that there are people out there listening and you know that maybe you know, what I'm doing and the people that you're listening to actually mean something. Otherwise, I feel like I'm working in a vacuum, but I'll just do the self-indulgent and work in the vacuum if you don't talk to me. Uh, there's, yeah, links, photos, maps. I'm starting to put a bit of stuff up. My Flickr feed's starting to get a fair bit of information on it. Yeah, as I put photos of my travels up on it, so if you're a little bit interested, you can go over there and have a look at the pretty places I get to see. Um, the music, of course, underneath me right now as I'm speaking is from Iota PromoNet. Uh, go check them out. It's important that I plug them and tell you about them so that you can go and go and 
check out the artists and maybe buy the music. That supports them, that supports me. Everybody's happy. Today's show, well, have you ever been to a circus? Have you ever considered the skills involved? What if those skills were used for something other than entertainment? And that's what we're talking about today. We're talking with Romy. Romy's a young lady who is into what's called social circus. I'd never heard of it until yesterday. Social circus is a concept whereby you use the skills of circus to encourage people to form a community and get out of their shells and develop skills. It's, it's a lovely little story. She went through it when she was a child and now she's actively participating and helping young people go through it herself. We also talk, we talk about social circus, but we also talk about a little bit about Berlin history, the wall, the German welfare system, and the opportunities involved with social circus for her in the US, hopefully in the near future. So that's what today's show is about. I hope you enjoy it. There's more coming. I'm looking forward to talking to you and getting more product out and uh, shaking this little puppy up. Here's Romy's story. Tuesday the 15th of July. 2008. I'm in Berlin, people. I'm in Berlin. I'm sitting in the kitchen with Romy. Romy's a friend of a friend. Um, she's actually good friends of Eve, who was way back on episode two. And and Romy's going to tell us about her life. And what I know about you, Romy, as a bit of an introduction, is you've got something to do with circuses. And you've got something to do with getting yourself educated and raising a daughter and living in Berlin and being German and spending some time in the US. And if you can hear some crunching in the background, we've got a cat that's eating its dinner for some reason. So we're sitting here having a, um, a cup of tea and Romy's going to tell me her story. So... Tell me about the circus. Let's start with the circus. Because I don't, and you haven't told me about this. I've asked you not to tell me until this moment. So right. fill me in about circus life, Romy. And welcome on the sh- welcome to the show. Yes, welcome. Hello. Um, yes, it was very hard for me to hold back on talking about the circus because the circus is really um, my thing. I mean, I, this is where my heart beats. And um, what I do is... It started when you were a child, didn't it? Yes. What was the What's the childhood connection with circus? Um, I was about. I grew up in a town in East Germany, um, in Saxony, part of Germany, and um, we have a very good, um, like, how do you call like where? Um, uh, what do you call? It? We have people there who work with children and with youth and they were on a bus traveling through the town and playing with the kids and on that bus was a simple box with juggling stuff in it and that's how I started uh, how it started with me um, this bus would stop once a month uh, behind our house and I would be so amazed at this box this is stuff that I've never seen before the colorful juggling balls and other juggling equipment and um, and that's how I started to learn how to juggle and I was amazed by these people because they were grown-ups who were acting like kids they were playing and juggling to me that's something that didn't fit for me in my concept as a child to me were like children were children grown-ups were grown-ups and these grown-ups were like children and I was amazed and as a child I thought 
wow, that's what I want to do in the future. So that's how it started. And then later, these people started a circus for kids. And they said, well, you know, let's not just travel around. Let's settle and let's um, have like an afternoon activity called circus where um, kids can come and do the circus. And I was one of the kids. That's how I started. And it became bigger and bigger. And we were then later we were traveling. Um, in the summer, we went to visit other um, social circus projects. And um, what, what, what does social circus mean? Social circus means um, you're teaching kids um, circus skills like acrobatics, juggling, um, clowning, unicycling. For the fun of it? For the fun of it. And they um, social circus means also that you pick up kids from the streets or kids from families that come from families with a social... Uh, with um, um, with uh, not a big financial income or kids from other countries and it gives um, kids an opportunity to um, communicate with each other through circus and to um, um, to develop skills to um, to deal with each other and also um, to we would have shows we would present what we learned and and for a child that's like building up their self-esteem and um it's uh how do i say um the circus you can touch a lot of kids because circus um you can in a circus you can have everything you can have musicians you can have the acrobats you can have jugglers clown like theater you can um, have the kids who actually make clothes or costumes and you um, have kids who are doing all the electric stuff like lights so and is is it a an organization to take kids who are finding a difficulty in finding a place in life and giving them a sense of purpose Yes, I would say, um, yes, that's what social circus does. You, you, it's, it, it's not just for kids who, um, who have trouble or who are in trouble. It's, uh, it brings all different kids together and, and it's teamwork. And, um, yeah, it's like. Do you work in that now? Yes. How does it work here now? Um, here in Berlin, um, I have, I'm involved in three circus projects and one of them is with kids that come from a, a, a different culture. Um, we have a lot of Turkish kids here and, um, the area in Berlin where I teach circus is kind of poor and um, the the parents they don't really have time for the kids they're not home a lot so the kids would come home from school and have nothing else to do they would just watch TV or you know and um, so they would come to our circus 
and we teach them to juggle and for example and then we go on a show and then they can present it to their parents and and at the same time they learn how to interact with like Germans and the Germans learn how to interact with like other kids from other cultures and they learn boy you know they're not bad or good they're just different mm. and they you know there's no such thing than uh, like cultures because for them it's just like um, boy this guy really knows how to juggle I want to learn how to juggle so the child would go to this guy and they they learn you know I mean it doesn't matter where they're coming from so why why is it different to just a whole day camp and uh, learning circus is it is it different to just a holiday and learning circus or a, a recreation? Is there is there a purpose behind it other than just learning circus? Uh, you know, it's like the, the, what I'm trying to get at is the word social. You know, mm-hmm, like why mm-hmm. not just call it circus? Why is it social circus? Uh-huh. What, what, what that word social? That's what I'm intrigued about. Um, it's because. The purpose is not to to learn how to... I use the word juggle as yeah, okay. a circus, okay? okay? It's not... Okay, I learned to, to juggle. I go on travels and present to make money. Like, this is what circuses would do. Yes. This is more like um, having kids, showing them how to juggle. So, and to show them, I mean... The purpose is that you, it's not me. My goal is that I'm not showing the kids, that the kids are showing the kids. I give, I give this tool into the kids and then they learn from each other. And that's how they, it's teamwork. They are communicating. It's about communication. And it's about um, that we all together work on one goal. And that is the presentation. I think I'm gleaning it. Are you saying that basically circus is the mechanism to teaching children how to have a social interaction with a community? Yes. Their community, which is other children. Right. So all the boundaries fall down because they're using this tool called circles mm-hmm. to interact. Yes. And you could do the same thing if everybody was passionate about pottery. Yeah. Or Theater, anything. 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 You're just using circus. Right. I'm just using circus to okay. that. Okay. And the, yes. Okay. And um, what I like about the circus is that um, you can catch a lot of kids with it mm. because there's something special about circus. You know, when kids think of circus, they see like all the lights and the sparks and there's something about circus that I can't explain, but there's something about circus that kids get amazed at. And also um, uh, circus, like... Once a year, I would take the kids on a trip to some town of Germany where we would have like an event, a circus event, like a festival where like a lot of um, um, circuses, social circuses come together and they meet and they do one huge performance at the end of the week. And, um, and there we would have a real circus tent and, um, and there you need kids who... You need a circus band. You need um, kids who do all the spotlight. Mm. You know what I already said. Mm. So you you touch a lot of interests. You know a lot of hobbies with circus. While if you have a theater group, 
you either like theater or you don't. If you don't, you're not in it, you know? The same with a baseball or anything yes. else, you know? Yeah. But with the circus, almost everything can be in the circus. So how much of this is going on in Germany? How much of this social circus exists in Germany? We have about 200 social what? circus projects in Germany, bigger and smaller. Well, okay, what about outside of Germany in the rest of Europe? I don't Does know about the numbers. Yes, it exists in whole Europe. And um, it's just now catching up in the United States. Okay, is it in Britain? Um, yes, it's in all Europe. I know that. Okay, so it's just Europe. moving over to the US. What about Canada? Do you know if it's in Canada? I imagine the Canadians would probably it's, pick it up fast in the US. It's in Canada. It's in Canada too because of um, Cirque du Soleil, which yes. is a huge, well known circus. Which and is they have, they have. Uh, there's one arm from Cirque du Soleil, which which is called Cirque du Monde, and this is a social circus project. Okay. They're in Brooklyn. One of one of them, um, one of the Cirque du Monde projects is in Brooklyn, New York City, where they also work with kids from streets okay. from the street. Do you know if it's come down to Australia? That I don't know. Okay. Okay. I'm sure there's something, but that's something we'll, we could research. We could on. Google it later. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. So you've got a daughter. I do. Wonderful little princess, four years old. Yeah. Her name is Rania. In how much how much circus does she get into? Like she sees mummy doing circus all the time, I'd imagine. Actually, a lot. You know, our our life is a circus. I would say, and. Um, um, a lot of my projects are in the afternoon and so I would pick up from daycare and uh, if she's not playing with her best friend who, live, who is mm. our neighbor child, I would just take her to my circus projects and she just loves it there. You know, she's the youngest child there. Um, the youngest child in my project is seven years old. My daughter is four, but she hangs there and she's trying with the juggling balls and she just enjoys her freedom there. And at home we do it too. We do acrobatics at home. Mm. You know, it's like um, we both, I have fun with the circus. So automatically she has fun with the circus too. Mm. Mm. And you're yeah. studying as well? Yes, I'm studying social work. Ah, ah, so that's a bit of, that's our social work. Okay, different to sociology. Mm -hmm. Okay. And my, I'm specialized into the field of um, early childhood education okay. and um, working with kids. And I wrote my thesis on social circus. Of course. Of course. It makes sense. It makes sense. And this, would that be the passion to use the so, you know, yes. social circus with Definitely. social welfare? and Definitely. Yeah. Okay. So you're a mum. You're a single mum. Yeah. With a four-year-old studying with this passion for the social circus. Does the social circus pay? Uh, yes, but I could not afford my living with it, unfortunately. It's not a lot. It's um, You get paid um, by hour. And uh, my the one project I have is only um, we, uh, tra I train the kids once a week for two hours. And the other project is once a week for two hours. And the third one is once a week for two hours. So if you count that together, it's six hours per week. And then, so it's really mm. almost nothing. Mm. So you get paid 
for six hours a week yeah, and not nothing. even much. It's not even, and it's not even a lot that I get for the hour. So you do some work with the social circus mm-hmm. and you're a single mum. How do you actually survive? And what I'm leading up to is what's the social okay. network, yeah, the welfare just, system here in Germany I was just com- say that, compared to the rest of the um, world? How do you survive? Right now, um, you've got I'm a, lucky that I am... Um, great pad here. Hey, right now, I um, I guess I'm lucky I'm, I live in Germany um, because the social welfare system in Germany is is pretty good compared to other countries like i would get money for my for so that i can go to school and study um the german government pays for gives me money for my daughter and also gives me um the father of my daughter also doesn't have much income so he couldn't pay for my um he couldn't pay for Rania, so yeah, that's my phone. <laughs> I, I'll take yeah. it later. And um, so the so the German government pays for that too, what he would have to pay, and they pay for Rania's um, rent. Like Rania and I, we share a two-room apartment, and I would pay my half, and Rania would have to pay half of it to me. So the German government gives that to me. So right. that's how I can survive as a student. So as long as I'm a student, I am doing very well. And these little, these projects that I have give me some extra money. But um, once I'm done studying, and this will be this fall, um, it's very complicated then. Then um, because uh, then I don't, then I'm not in the student status anymore. And a lot of money would I have to start working, but social circus doesn't give me mm. enough to live on. So You've got a possibility of some work in the US. Yes, and um, I um, since eight years I've been traveling back and forth to the United States. And um, I last year, I actually last winter, I, um, I was in the United States again visiting France. And by just coincidentally, on the internet, I found out that right in this, not far from where I was staying, there is this circus conference um, provided by students. And so I went there and I thought, oh, it's probably cute and nice, some students doing circus. But what what I didn't know was that um, the, like, the, the people in the United States who are starting social circus, who are building it up right now, were there and talking and they were like giving classes and stuff. So I met these people, uh, like the I call them the pioneers in the United States who are, who are starting social circus. And I hooked up with them and I talked to them and they realized, boy, oh, she's from Germany. Wow, because... They know that so social circus is big in Germany, and they're and this is their idol, like their ideal. Um, that's where they wanna. Mm. That's what they wanna do too. Or they look to Germany and they try to do that. The same thing in um, in the United States, and so that's why they were very interested in me. And because I just had finished my thesis, I was able to say a lot to them or to give them a lot of information on how social circus works in Germany. And, and what happened is that they, um, 
invited me to the next big um, circus conference in Colorado, in Boulder, which is this October. And I'm going to go there and they want me to uh, present social circus in Germany. And I got the opportunity to uh, start my own social circus project in the United States and work in cooperation together with these with these people or with these other social circuses. And um, and that would and I think that this would um, I would really like to do that because I feel like I can help building it up in the United States. I can I feel like I can put some information or some 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 of my knowledge into into this country or into um, making it bigger the social circus there. And I, um, and the town where I want to do the social circus is called Greenwich. It's in Connecticut. It's a very rich area and where a lot of um, rich people live who commute to the city, to New York City. And, um, and they have kids. And I have lived there for one year, eight years ago as an au pair. And what's an au pair? An au pair is uh, like a babysitter okay. for um, um, who lives in the family and takes care of the family's kids. If okay. the parents can do it because they're working. It's a nanny, yes, oh, yeah. a nanny. And so this is a rich area, and I saw that you know these kids. Everybody talks about the poor kids, or you know we have to help them, or we have to have projects for these kids of the families who don't have money but the rich people also have kids they also have problems it's just different but they're mm. all kids and i thought well you know if i could do a social circus project project here for these kids that would be great mm. because often i realized that they're often they um they suffer from now how do i say that they they have a problem with that the parents are never home so they don't get much attention from their parents, but that's what they need. And if I could, if we do social, if do, we do circus with these kids, then they have a um, a chance to present to their parents on the weekends or something. And their parents can actually pay for the kids to be in the circus. So that's how I, I can make some money, build up a project, and then I can always... Um, extended when it works well extended and then also help like other family other kids who don't have so much money to, mm. you know like so that's the plan and there are a lot of people who I hooked up with who I could work in cooperation with so and they they sponsor my visa they it's a huge opportunity for I, me well let's hope you can get there I hope so too yeah yeah what benefits did you get out of social circuits when you were a kid? Um, when they came to town with their box of mm -hmm. magic, what benefits did you get out of it to the extent? Like, you were, it was more than just playing, mm -hmm. wasn't it? Um, what do these kids get today that you got back then, 20 years ago? Um, this, you know, to me, this was something... For some reason, no child touched this box. But I was interested in it. It was colorful to me. 
and I wanted to learn how to do it. And I was the only child who was able to juggle there and I felt good because this was something special. For me, this was something nobody else does. It was special. And um, I was always considered as the very good kid who who's very nice and, you know, and they... I was playing this role, but I was... I think as a child, I was a little bit getting sick of this, playing this role. So I wanted to show, you know, um, I can be different too. And so then I really got into the circus, started to juggle, just do something that nobody else does, you know. And juggling, I had, I, I bought a unicycle. So I was on, when other kids were like on their, on their bikes going through town, I was going through town on a unicycle. Later I, I had dreadlocks, you know, I, I think this was my way of getting out of this world of I'm just a nice kid and that's it because I didn't really get much attention either, I feel. Or... So did social circus give you um, a sense of being different? Of being it, it different? gave an opportunity to be different, to be independent is probably a better word. To be independent, yes. And also I was very shy as a child, very shy and didn't talk much. So did it give you confidence? And yes, and I... Um, and. The circus gave me a chance to get out of it. You know, we we were when we later then when we met other other kids or other youngsters who were um, doing circus, there was always this this sharing, or it was easier to connect with them somehow because if somebody, I personally am a juggler, I like the juggling the most in the circus. And if I met somebody else who's also juggling, it was much easier to communicate with these people than just through talking. And that's how I learned to, through the circus, I learned to um, be not so shy anymore mm. and go to people or be more open, mm. open up to people. Mm. It, it reminds me of, it's just another, it's another tool, like um, the boys' clubs, the girls' clubs, the... Um, all the different mechanisms for children to interact with each other as mm -hmm. they grow up. Mm -hmm. It's just another dynamic one. Yeah. Because, and the advantage of it, like you've already said, is because it's multifaceted. It doesn't, it's not just about going camping or playing a sport. Yeah. It's, right. a, it's about these multiple things. Mm -hmm. It sounds very cool. Today we went for a walk. And we, mm -hmm. we, uh, I'm, a, I'm a little bit, I'm going to post a couple of small section, sections about this. But we went and saw Checkpoint Charlie. We saw where the wall was here in Berlin. Mm -hmm. what's, what's it like today when reflecting back on the history that was East and West Berlin? What's it like? What is, what's a modern Berliner like with all this history out there? Do you ever reflect on it? Or are you just too busy living your life and it's just something in the history books? It's irrelevant. For somebody out from, out, from, from somebody outside, Berlin mm -hmm. is not just about Berlin. It is about mm -hmm. East Germany. It is about West Germany. It's about the war. It's about mm -hmm. so many things. Yeah, it's... Um, no, I... Yeah, no. For me, Berlin... Yeah, I see... That history does affect me too. I mean, I was seven years old when the wall came down. Um, and you were on the East German side. I was, yes, I was on the East German side. And um, 
I do remember when I think back to to East Germany, I remember only good things because I was a child and I was a happy child. There was nothing that there was nothing that I didn't have or that I felt I needed. So and um so I don't know much about the politics or I didn't as a child I didn't hear about that. So and um and then uh I never really had to do with it, but here in Berlin it's it's there and I cannot not think about it because you see as you saw that today that um, they have this line that they show where the wall was you know that so it's there you see it and and there is this um, Germany is um, is united now but there is still like kind of a fight between East Germany and West Germany and um, and I feel that because um, I don't know how to say that I mean like I'm in a generation I don't have a problem with West Germans but my parents do you know they this is a generation there's a lot of frustration there because um, as I already told you earlier today, um, in East Germany, you get you earn less money for the same kind of job than you get for uh, in West Berlin, uh, in West Germany, and so there's frustration. The West Germans are frustrated on um, because they all the money goes to East Germany to fix it up. So there is. There is some frustration there. I don't have it inside me, not at all. Um, maybe it has to do because I was traveling a lot and um, Berlin. I'm not an a Berliner. I'm I'm here since four years, and um, so so I see it and I recognize it that there was big history here in Berlin, but it doesn't really affect me. So. Yeah. It doesn't affect the day to day life. It's yeah. Yeah. But it's still there. It's still there. Mm -hmm. I it does you know, the money I get for my daughter and is less, it's like twenty euros a month less than the money that somebody gets for the child in West Berlin. And that's not even far from here. It's just like a few roads mm, down yeah, the block. A kilometer or so away, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, less than less than a kilometer, and um, so I see that it does frustrate me, but it doesn't really. I don't know. I'm not so. Yeah, it does affect me, but it doesn't really frustrate me. You know, it's, there's not not much I can do about it, and for me, I feel I'm not living much longer here anyway because I see my path is now the next one or two years is probably United States so I'm a moving person and I don't know I recognize it but it's I don't get totally angry at mm. it like other generations so maybe. if all goes well Excuse you, me? if all goes well you're going to be moving to the United States yes 
the social circus so. experiment? Yeah. Try and pull that off? I, yes, it's and, an experiment. I want to see if I can rip it off. I can see if I want to see if I can everything I learned here doing social circus in these projects. I want to see if I can have my own social pro- project in the United States. And if it works, that's great. Uh, if it doesn't work so well, I can always come back. Mm. And so I just see how it goes. Um, are there any websites that are worth going to check out if people are interested in this? Do, um, you, do you have a website or do you, are you associated with a social service website? There is a... Um, for the social circus um, in Germany, there's a website um, called... Um, Actually, I have to look it up, but I know that there's a, in America, the social circus website is ayco.org. Okay. And in Germany, it's, I'm not totally sure. Maybe I have to look it up and then. I'll put that one and the other one on the website Mm -hmm. for people to look at. Yeah. But but if you've just heard that, you can go to that site. Yes. Just rewind it and hear it again. Yes. Okay. Well, that pretty well wraps us up, I think. What do you reckon? Do it? Okay. Well, thanks, Romy. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for telling me your story. Yeah, no problem. Anytime. Danke. I'm honored. Tschüss. Bitte schön. Tschüss. in the naked city. This has been one of them.